what's up people welcome to another episode of life on levels with wes you're with me here your host wes and today before we go any further i want to thank everybody who's listening to me right now whether you're a new listener whether this is the first time you're coming across my podcast first of all welcome but thank you for giving me your time if you've always been listening to me if you've always been egging me on thank you and shout out to you for being the best all of you are the best and this is because the reason why i'm telling you this today is because we just hit 500 plays within our seventh episode and that is amazing considering the goal was to hit it at um the 10th episode so like maybe you know you've made it possible before that and for that i want to say thank you and a big shout out to everybody who listens to me and let's keep doing this let's keep listening let's keep sharing our stories and you know we can show each other that you know life is on levels and we relate to each other's pains each other's joys and each other's experiences so as always you know my episode is available on anchor it's available on spotify it's available on overcast it's available on every browser you use whether it's phoenix whether it's opera whether it's chrome whatever else you're using just keep that tab and keep refreshing every saturday and you're always going to catch my episode so without further ado let's get right into it and last week last week last week uh, last week's episode hmm, i can't even speak last week's episode was quite something and first of all i need to apologize for today um the editing is not gonna be as good because um, my editing apparatus in haribika so yeah today i'm gonna be doing it a bit uh rudimentary but yeah obviously stories are still gonna be good but i'm gonna be doing it um a bit rudimentary so i this is going to be the first part too that i don't voice people's um voices and before you get disappointed last week's episode was quite touching for a lot of people and as always i ask people to tell me their stories i ask people to um, tell me what they think i'm still getting stories to it but a lot of people were saying the same thing um some most people were saying that they want to talk about it because they haven't really had an opportunity to talk about it but they don't want me to voice their story per se it's a little bit too real for them it's a little bit too close to home so they opted that if i want to paraphrase these stories that's fine and um if i want to talk about them in the third person that's okay but they really didn't want me to you know put their voices on it and i have to respect that because that's someone's story and you know you gotta respect what they want but i did get stories <laughs> i have someone who sent me 22 minutes of an audio so i want you to sit and imagine how heavy that audio was and how much it took for them to record that kind of thing I've also had someone tell me that they didn't want to listen to that particular episode and they had to kind of master up courage to listen to it because again they relate and they were afraid that it would open up wounds but they managed to listen to it and yeah we did talk um so anyway I hope you all bear with me I can't post any I won't post anyone's voice today um until most of them are okay with talking about it then I'm, i'll be introducing a new segment on my podcast in the coming future called confessions 
where the stories that don't make it on time can get voiced and you can just listen it somewhere in between midweek you can just listen to the episodes you know the confessions and people's stories so i hope that works for people and i hope we get to do most of um, the telling of these stories so yeah yeah i feel like i've said too much but anyway you know last week i ended the voice note the, the voice note i ended the podcast with a question do your parents really know you and do you think they could do better do you think anything could change and so here's what i learned a lot of people were actually saying our parents don't really know us like our parents just know of us they have an idea of who we are and they have an imagination of what we are so they don't know who we are and they definitely don't know what you are and the reason why most people felt like this is because a lot of people were actually saying that for my parents they work so hard to provide that sometimes the price to pay is them not being there and i've always like i maintained on the other episode i said that parents reason a lot from a logical perspective and a financial perspective so sometimes those finances do get in between them being there for you and i've realized a lot of people experience that i've also realized that a lot of people have and i'm sorry for anybody who will get um triggered by this a lot of people have toxic relationships with their parents but one thing i also did learn is this sometimes we have to understand and this came from a very a, a very good friend of mine i respect a lot and opinion yake it's just amazing and she said that sometimes we as we grow up we think of our parents as this institution we take our parents like google you know like you just ask you're gonna get an answer you just you can just feed information there and get a response like and she told me that our parents are prone to something called cognitive dissonance so that means the same flaws you experience as a person the same things you go through the same mistakes you make your parents are likely to make them as well we grow up thinking that our parents are some sort of um, institution that cannot go wrong, that cannot have flaws, that cannot have wrong opinions. And that's why when they do it, eventually, because everybody has makes a mistake, when they do eventually make that mistake, it hurts us to the core because we expect perfection from our parents. But our parents are not really perfect. And that comes in in so many things. You can see every firstborn who's listening to this can tell that at most the same experiences come I maybe the second born. But even then, the second born takes the diluted version of what they went through. Because when they're bringing up their firstborn, they are usually like, you know, parental experimenting. So any mistake they make parentally, any mistake they make as a human being, the first person who will feel the rain. The first person who will be beat down by the rain is the firstborn. So if your parents misappropriate money somewhere off a bad investment, you just know that you are going to miss something off their bad investment. And that is less likely to happen to your secondborn or your thirdborn because your parents know better. 
they know it's not uh, wise to invest when you have expenditure you know but sometimes the firstborns are the guinea pigs and parents go on learning slowly by slowly and so our parents are not this perfect institution and so what she ended up telling me was when you're being parented you're being nurtured when you're being told this is how you should live you're being guided but she told me when you grow up you realize that there are some things that your parents taught you that you may have to unlearn there are some things that your parents um, put on you that are based off their biases or their just independent thoughts so sometimes as a grown-up part of growing up includes and learning some of these things and you cannot blame your parents entirely when you grow up instead you can try and unlearn some of these things so that was quite a heavy statement for for her to make but it's bold and it's true because once you realize that your parents are not perfect you realize that some of the things they taught you might not necessarily be right within the society like for example if your parent grew up in a tribal setup they are most likely to have imparted tribal values in you so if you're gonna say that you're gonna be tribalistic because your parents were yet you come to a campus or yet you go to work where you work with different tribes then you're the one doing yourself a disservice because you have to coexist with people that your parents didn't have to maybe they were brought up in a bubble maybe she he or she went to uh, a school within their locality where they didn't know any other tribe but you're in a cosmopolitan university you're in a cosmopolitan workplace and you have to mingle with people of different cultures and you start realizing slowly by slowly these things that i was taught some of them might not actually be true so that's one thing um somebody said uh, my friend uh, explained and also now far from that far from that in terms of um parenting and how people responded to the question of do your parents know you so as usual i do have a story and i'll give it uh, somewhere as i progress but someone told me this that west i don't feel like my parents know me because my parents are separated for their own reasons of course and they feel that it is upon me who am who is the firstborn in the family to be there for my siblings so much so that i've been there so much for my younger sister that she feels as if she is my baby as opposed to my little sister and so here comes the problem when that situation that disconnect happens you have to deal with your sister or she has to deal with her sister and she has to deal with her parents so she understands both sides and she has to be there for both sides now the question remains the reason why her parents don't know her is because nobody her sister is a little too young to understand what she goes through and her parents are less concerned because they see her as a responsible person to take care of her sister so in the end nobody really asks this mama what she's going through so she has to be there for herself so she conclusively told me i don't feel like my parents know who i am today if something were to happen to a girl like that it's a little hard to imagine that anybody would really 
would really um, you know be able to stand and say this was their truth and so with this i'm gonna give two stories about this yeah and then i'll end with a soundbite of someone who i think will give the perspective that i have been intending to say but i will get to that in a few so christian parents i don't know if i've said this before but christian parents sometimes are the most blinded or religiously grounded parents are the most blinded because it's said that faith without action is dead which technically translates to you cannot pray and you cannot believe in your faith and not work towards executing that faith so if you want to study you can't just pray and sleep you have to pray and study if you want to get that job you can't pray and stay in the house you have to get up and go look for that job so you have to pray and coincide with the action now my question to the parents is why does that same application not apply when it comes to the approach most parents take because i can guarantee you for sure wengi wenyu hapa mnasikiza hii podcast mume survive issue hii maisha na maombi za parents wenyu especially the mothers sometimes you hear your mother pray and you feel sorry for the devil cuz the design that devil has been cast out the amount of protection your mother is prophesying for you wherever she is is astronomical in astronomical amounts so some of y'all are surviving on your parents prayers and that's well and good but now this question is directed to the other side the praying side the, the moms and the dads who pray for their children now my question is how can you pray for your child and not do anything to pray to and not do anything towards that prayer because i think if you pray for your child and ask god to protect them or to guide them in their ways you should at least make efforts to knowing if this person faces temptation that she could be open to make to her making him or her making a bad decision like for example um if you're going to pray for your child not to get into bad company do you know your child's friend if you're going to pray that your child makes better choices are you giving them a platform for them to be able to choose those things because i think if faith is supposed to be accompanied by effort then that should apply as well and this is directed now to the story that i'm going to tell now um i have a friend uh, I, i think i've told this story i'm not sure have i have i have i told this story huh so anyway um, if i've told this story sorry i can't remember if i told this in the other episode but i'm still going to tell it so uh, i have a friend and of course um personally for anybody who listen to my podcast you should know that uh, i don't drink so most of my friends like hanging with me because i'm the one i'm the cheap expense i'm the cheapest expense you can find and two i'm always going to be the designated person so you're not gonna lose your stuff you're not gonna be afraid of being uh, roofied or something like that so a lot of my friends like hanging out with me for that reason so this one friend we go out and i'm taking her back home as i go home because we live around the same area so when we get home uh we found her mom praying 
so we've gone out we're coming back really 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 late and so the mom was praying and when my friend heard the mom pray in her drunk self because the family knows me of course so in her drunk self she told the mom where mom but like how to do and that even if she was drunk I did not expect that meaning like MC because but deep down inside I knew exactly what she meant the mom is prayerful this child is a PK pastor's kid so the mom will just do as much as pray that's all that she's gonna do she's not gonna ask this girl what she's going through she's not gonna set up a platform for this girl maybe to even try to talk so when she said that the mom just gave her this look like go sleep before i start and she did so it's really late so she slept and talked about it in the morning and of course she was of, of course on and to a pomp mimi was like yeah dude kind of told you mom like her prayers are for nothing and it was like ah but and now in retrospect that is kind of the situation of most parents they pray for you and they mean well for you but they never really make effort towards that and it's not because they don't want to it's because they don't know how to broach that subject and i'll tell you something about my life like my relationship with my mother has been good but it hasn't always been good in the sense that she has to be a mother she has to be a parent but at some point in her life she realized that knowing is better than guessing and so she tries to establish that situation where we can talk so she will come from work and then she will ask us how was your day that doesn't guarantee i will talk about something that is bugging me by all means it doesn't but the fact that i know it's there if i am having a problem with school or work i will tell her i'm stressed over work and she will know that's going on in his life so kiona menyamaza pale set in the mood swings akonazo set yataki kuongelesha watu so that he's being antisocial something is on his mind and she has made it a culture to do that and the reason why this is important there was a time in my life um I was almost depressed and I've told a few people about this and the people closest to me did not know because neither my mother neither my brother not even the girl I was dating at that time she didn't know and the reason is because there was nobody really to to tell and nobody even noticed and this is something that a lot of people go through and one thing my, the person i talked to told me they asked me a very simple question um i know you're not suicidal but if you were let's assume today you are and you did something to yourself um who would stand and say i know your truth like i know Wes was going through this and i know this is what might have led him to that and i sat and thought about it and really no one could so in that case i figured that everybody deserves sort of a platform to talk 
even in the family setup. So today, as I conclude, because I have a soundbite from Pastor David Morelli of Church of Grace or Hope of Grace, I'm, I don't know, but I have a soundbite from him that will be the ending to this podcast where he says that parents you can only do so much to understand your kids you can only guide you can't be there 100% you can only guide and hope that your teachings were enough and that's the soundbite I want to leave everybody on today but before I do Always know that every relationship needs work. Whether it's your parents, whether it's your siblings, whether it's a friendship, it needs work. It needs a lot of work and you have to put in the work. So with that guys, I think I'm going to leave it there. Really sorry again, I couldn't put people's experiences today. I hope you all understand the reason why. Um, I'm going to leave it there and again, if you have something to say, if you have something to tell me, if you have something to add, you can always shoot me by my DM. If you have a story, as I have said, I will be introducing a segment called Confessions that I will be putting the stories that come in late and people still want to be heard out there. And uh, we're going to see how that goes. Um, so, yeah, until next time, peace. Listen to what Pastor David Morelli has to say. Your son, Joy, Fanya Kitu Kajembia. No, no, even if my son did, my yes. son is not the preacher. I am the preacher. My yes. son was not called. Yes. He has his life. I'm the one who's called. My, yes. my son is not a pastor. I'm the pastor. So my son should not be judged because of me. My son will grow up like any other child. Yes, yes, yes. And be yes, like yes. any other child and maybe do everything that other child will do. Yes, 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 yes. yes. That's, what, that's how I tell even my church. That's a perfect. Hey, that's a perfect way. That's that's a perfect way to put it. So, wakifanya makosa, you pray. They, they have got decisions to make. There are consequences, and their choices have got consequences. So, but for me, I know the ideal, and I would advocate for the ideal, and um, let them choose. God Himself actually just gives us what is the right thing to do, and it's up to us to choose. 